1: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent
0: herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskag Today with your host, Ryan Young.
1: Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Saskag Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. Hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving long weekend. Here's what we got going on for Tuesday's show. Farm Credit Canada released a report on the value of farmland in the country. And Saskatchewan experienced the largest increase among other provinces. The president of the Saskatchewan stock growers reacted to said report. And Yorkton-based Cornerstone Credit Union is investing in the development of a rural startup ecosystem. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Saskag Today on six twenty CKRM.
0: This is Saskag Today with six twenty CKRM Ag News Director Ryan Young.
1: Saskag Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Farm Fresh Water, fix your water problems. Visit farmfreshwater.ca. The value of farmland has risen, despite availability for it being limited. That's according to Farm Credit Canada's Mid-Year Farmland Values Review, which looked at the average growth for the first six months of 2023. Saskatchewan had the largest increase in value at 11.4%, followed by Quebec at 10.6%, Ontario 6.9%, Manitoba 64 and Alberta 3%. The price of farmland in B.C. remained unchanged and there wasn't enough sales in the maritime provinces to get a full assessment. Overall, the national average increased 7.7 percent. Senior economist with FCC Lee Anderson says strong cash receipts were a factor.
2: And if you specifically look at like uh, our grain and oil seed so our crop receipts, those have been uh, really strong uh, in 2022. And now even the first six months. Of 2023, those are up nearly 40 percent from the same period in 2022, driven from uh, very strong sales from uh, canola and uh, spring wheat.
1: The report anticipates cash cash receipts will increase 6.6 percent this year. Most regions in Saskatchewan saw anywhere from a seven to 11 percent increase in farmland values, and Anderson says, like real estate, it's all about location.
2: We've seen. Uh, depending on the region uh, rates vary accordingly and that it would make sense just like real estate um, in terms of how production has has been the last few years and the t- the type of commodities uh, producers are growing in those regions so we did see the northeast region increase the most and this region it, it makes sense has seen some very strong production the last few years uh, a lot of canola is grown in this uh, area and canola like I said earlier those uh, sales have been very strong in 2022 and the first half of 2023.
1: He also says the southwest and western parts of the province where it's been dry this year are also being monitored.
2: Yeah so I think uh, for, for those definitely dry regions that is on our radar to just watch um, how this drought will impact uh, farmland values for the rest of the year in those areas so production is expected to be down in those areas. So that will, you know, probably slow down some appreciation in those regions. Now, the limited supply of farmland basically across the whole province, we're still seeing lots of interest among lots of farms wanting to expand. So that's part of the reason Saskatchewan values have been appreciating
1: Another point made in FCC's report was farmers being ca- uh, becoming cautious, rather, with investing in more farmland due to high interest rates, higher input costs, and uncertainty around commodity prices.
3: And so
2: we're seeing, yes, farmers are uh, very savvy business people. They make strategic uh, decisions all the time. So they are, of course, reviewing their financials and everything else to make those uh, decisions when farmland does come up for sale. I mean, if it comes up in their region, of course, they're always interested in it, but they will look at their own financials and their projections on what makes sense for for their operation.
1: The report can be found on Farm Credit Canada's website. Up next is reaction to Farm Credit Canada's report on farmland values. You're listening to Saskag today on 620 CKRM.
0: We're back with SaskAg today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
1: This segment of SaskAg today is brought to you by Prairie 6 inch. For Prairie 6 inch eavesdrop, size matters. See Prairie 6 inch eavesdrop, your farm shop specialist, prairieeavesdrop.ca. And Western Ag Professional Agronomy. If you want to make cropping decisions with confidence, visit growmoreprofit.com. The head of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association says the increase of farmland value in the province shows good demand. President garner Bald provided reaction to Farm Credit Canada's mid-year review into farmland values across the country, with Saskatchewan leading the way.
3: It is interesting to see that uh, land values here in the province uh, continue to increase uh, significantly as well, You know, especially in light of the uh, you know interest rates being higher. Um, but again, I think there is demand for it here. Uh, you know, the, the land values here for many years were probably undervalued and, uh, you know, we're catching up and uh, demand still is, uh, is increasing. So, you know, it, it is interesting to see that uh, Saskatchewan is leading the, the way here in, in Canada.
1: Most regions saw increases between 7 and 11 percent, with the northeast having the most demand. Garner lives in the Hodgeville area in the southwest, where he's also noticed farmland going up in value.
3: For sure, I mean that is something that we've seen here uh, over over the last decade or more. You know, land values have have increased uh, dramatically, and, and uh, I happened to have a conversation with uh, with some uh, some of the uh, farm credit people last week here, and they were just telling me too that uh, you know they're they're seeing increase. Uh, increased uh, values on land that they're having to deal with and, and uh, you know so i think this is fairly accurate and uh, definitely we are seeing it in our area here as well
1: he did note the dry conditions in the western part of the province may bring the overall value down but that's to be determined in the months ahead diebald also looked at the report from an organizational point of view
3: from a stock grower standpoint, and, and you know, from conservation, and and you know, looking at it from a, a standpoint of grassland, uh, you know, protection, and you know, just trying to preserve some of the native grassland here in the province, I think that's something that stockers has uh, has always endorsed. And you know, we were looking at that, and with the limited number of acres that are available on the cultivated side, there's always, uh, again, you know, pressure to to break up some of of the the uh, native grassland and you know that's something that uh, when it's converted it uh, it's difficult ever to get it back to where it was and and so you know that also has uh, plays a role in it and you know with limited acres here it's something that we uh, we definitely have some concern about uh, you know looking at it that way
1: garner diebald is the president of the saskatchewan stock growers association you're listening to sask ag today up next is today's ag review
0: you're tuned in to SaskAg today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
1: Today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94 is brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in
4: Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. CN and CPKC Rail supplied a combined 83% of hopper cars ordered in Green Week 9, a modest increase from the previous week's 82% order fulfillment performance. The slight improvement in overall performance reflects a significant decline in performance for CN and a notable improvement in performance for CPKC. In supplying 69% of hopper cars ordered on time in week 9, CN saw performance decline from the 84% order fulfillment performance they posted in week 8 delivering by far the worst performance seen from either railway so far this grain year. CN performance remains below the 90% performance threshold for the fifth consecutive week and for the sixth time in the last seven weeks. CPKC order fulfillment performance improved significantly, with the railway supplying 97% of shipper orders in Week 9, as compared to 81% order fulfillment performance in Week 8. CPKC performance returns above the 90% threshold following their worst performance of the year in week 8. A major investment has been announced for a historic building in Manitoba. Brandon Fresh Farms is set to invest $30 million dollars into converting the Mackenzie Seeds building in Brandon into a state-of-the-art controlled environment agricultural farm. According to the Manitoba Historical Society, garden seed distributor A.E. Mackenzie and Company moved into the seven-story building in 1910. Brandon Fresh Farms president Adam Morand says the project will also see a main level market garden to sell directly to the community. A 99-year-old man has died in a farm accident in the Kawartha Lakes area of Ontario. It happened Thursday night north of Downeyville where OPP say the victim had been working on the tractor when it rolled onto him. He later died in hospital. Police are urging people to be cautious when working with farm equipment. Top United Nations trade official Rebecca Grinspan met with Russian officials in Moscow yesterday for talks aimed at enabling the unimpeded access to global markets for grain and fertilizer from Russia and Ukraine. The United Nations has blamed Russia's war in Ukraine for worsening a global food crisis. Ukraine and Russia are both major grain exporters, and Moscow is also a big supplier of fertilizer to the world. UN officials are working to try and revive a deal that had allowed the safe Black Sea export of Ukraine grain. Russia quit the pact in July, a year after it was brokered by the United Nations and Turkey complaining that its own food and fertilizer exports faced obstacles and that not enough Ukrainian grain was going to countries in need. While Russian exports of food and fertilizer are not subject to Western sanctions imposed after Russia's February 2022 invasion of Ukraine, Moscow has said restrictions on payments, logistics and insurance have hindered shipments. A severe drought choking major rivers in the Amazon rainforest has disrupted ship traffic near the region's biggest city and pushed up costs for northern shipping routes, raising risks for corn exports in coming months. The unusual heat and dryness linked to the mass deaths of fish and river dolphins has already limited local communities' access to food and drinking water, leading the Brazilian government to set up a humanitarian task force. Officials are now warning the thinning rivers could disrupt grain exports in the region. The worst effects of the drought have been focused west of Manaus, the capital of Amazonas state, but that the lower Amazon and Tapajos River remain in good shape. However, navigation along the Amazon's upper tributaries, often tricky in the dry season, has become especially difficult. About one-quarter of the feral horses in Nova Scotia's remote Sable Island died this winter. Experts say the loss of 150 horses is twice the annual average, but they stress that these numbers are not unprecedented. Sable Island ecologist Dan Keller says there have been similar-sized die-offs in the past, but the horse population within the National Park Reserve has continued to grow. Last year, the population reached 591, The highest ever recorded. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer.
0: It's your Saskag Today weather on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM.
1: The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devon at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary. Or visit MooseJawTruckShop.com. Today's sunny with a southeast wind at 30 gusting to 50 kilometers an hour, high of 17. Tonight, a clear sky with winds from the southeast at 30 gusting to 50 kilometers an hour still, a low of zero. Tomorrow, sunny, southeast wind at 30 kilometers an hour, high of 16, the low 3 degrees. Partly cloudy for Thursday, high of 11, the low plus 1. Friday, cloudy, high of 10, the low again plus 1. Saturday, partly cloudy, high of 12, a low of minus 1. Partly cloudy on Sunday, high of 10, the low minus 1. And Monday, partly cloudy, high of 12. Normal highs for this period are around 12, normal lows minus 2. Sun rose at 7.13 this morning, and the sun will set at 6.17 this evening. Taking a look around the province in Esteban 13, Swift Current 19, Saskatoon is at 14 degrees, Weyburn 16 and Yorkton 11. The warm spot in Saskatchewan is in Leader at 21.2, the cool spot in Collins Bay at 10.2. In Regina, it's mainly sunny, east-southeast wind at 31 to 41 kilometers an hour, humidity at 46%, temperature at 16 degrees or 60 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure at 100.8 and falling. In Moose Jaw, mainly sunny as well. East wind at 30 kilometers an hour. Temperature 15 degrees. Again in Regina, mainly sunny. East-southeast wind at 31 to 41. Temperature 16 degrees. Back in a moment.
0: Catch up with all your ag news anytime at saskagtoday.com. Now, back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
1: This portion of SASGAG today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience, McDougallAuction.com, and brought to you by Panison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Panison Liquid Systems, expect the best. Yorkton-based Cornerstone Credit Union is investing in the development of a rural startup ecosystem focused on agriculture, food, and technology. Cornerstone CEO Doug Jones believes Eastern Saskatchewan has the potential to be a leader in agricultural innovation.
5: Cornerstone operates in rural Eastern Saskatchewan, and we consider agriculture to be our sandbox. and I don't think you have to be too integrated into the agricultural sector to see that, you know, that you know, the technology is becoming critical to agricultural success. Um, we see lots of opportunity in eastern Saskatchewan around agriculture, obviously right here in Yorkton with expansion in the canola crushing industry. All the research globally shows population of the world is growing and, and Saskatchewan is well positioned to help feed the world. And, and so with all of that, we see that, you know, producers are, are getting, Larger, more sophisticated. Our core business of of simply just being a you know a lender or or a financial advisor to to individual producers is a, is is and will continue to be a critical part of our business. However, you know the ability to provide advice in helping farmers be as effective as possible in feeding the world is really what agri food tech is all about. Because we think through technology uh, enhancements and 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 growth in that sector, you know the ability for Saskatchewan to produce more food to the world is is great so it really is just about wanting to be a key key part of that and um, there's lots of interesting things happening uh you know probably more so in the urban centers of saskatchewan so this is a deliberate focus that we would like to place to, to eastern rural saskatchewan to make sure that the same opportunities can stay right here in you know rural eastern saskatchewan
1: he says the initial step is to hire a director of rural tech activation
5: the job posting is out there and, and probably one of the main purposes for our, our, our release at this time, Doug, is to is to get the word out that we're doing this and, and trying to track candidates for that position because that is the critical next step. We've been part of some work over the last few years in partnership with uh, now Suncrest College, formerly Parkland College, hosting some meetings with centers of influence in, in the community to really talk about, you know, what a rural tech hub could look like in our area and, and you know, the realization is that none of us can be effective at moving that forward from the corners of our desk. And so Cornerstone, our board of directors, myself, our management team are committed to being part of it and, and showing some leadership with it. And so we just determined that you know this needs some full-time boots on the ground to really see what kind of initiatives could, could be born right here in our region. So so yes, the that's the critical next step is we're looking for candidates who have a passion in this area and actually can come and tell us what we need to do hire someone that's uh, smarter than we are in this space to help us get after it
1: but jones says he can't say when that person will be hired Uh, the key is to have the right person ready and equipped to do the right activity so if
5: we have to take our time we will the postings out now and and certainly i think We'll, you know certainly uh, it's, it's now early October. I, I think we have it out to at least the mid, mid part of the month, however, can extend that to the end of the month if need be, and then you know spend the balance of this year with the hiring process, and then hopefully I'd love to be in a position by early next year to, to announce uh, who's going to be in the role and, and maybe some of the early activities that the, the individual will be doing.
1: He hopes that prospective agricultural entrepreneurs from East Central Saskatchewan will come up with some great ideas to advance value-added agriculture in the region.
5: If you just uh, see this space as something you want to be a part of and and come forward and again our resource uh, I really see our resource being someone who, you know, links people in the industry that might have a problem that they want to solve with people that have a possible solution. And, and be that bridge. Um that's you know that's that's a good example. We're also quite interested in, you know, the educational side. So like if there are young people in school today that have an interest in technology and and also a background in agriculture and want to stay right here in rural eastern Saskatchewan, it'd be great if we could help partner with the college on on some programs that would keep them here, get their education here, and then ultimately possibly become employed here in in that uh, agri tech sector.
1: Jones says the development of a rural tech hub is part of the government of Saskatchewan's growth plan for 2020 to 2030. You're listening to SaskAg Today on 620 CKRM.
0: You're tuned in to SaskAg Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
1: This segment of Saskag today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumber yard, big on service, ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. The Saskatchewan Veterinary Association will conduct a study on how our province can deal with the ongoing veterinary shortage. The study will review the number of training seats for veterinarians and veterinary technologists, define the scope of the shortage, and explore approaches to support all animal owners and the livestock industry. The government of Saskatchewan will provide $100,000 to support the research. Meantime, a new phone app has been developed in Ontario that is sure to attract a lot of interest. The app won an Innovation and Livestock Award at Canada's Outdoor Farm Show a few weeks ago. Vetson is the brainchild of Glenn and Colin Yates, a father and son from Ontario. Glenn is the veterinarian, and his son Colin is the app app expert.
6: The veterinarian can see in real time what's going on with that animal, but also allowing that farmer to get access to e-commerce to purchase supplies from that veterinarian, including medication, and in Ontario here we actually are able to ship direct to farm through that.
1: The app can be used on iPhones or Android devices.
6: He's been in practice for 47 years, so a very long time, obviously. He's experienced a lot of different things, and he's found that 60 to 70 percent of the calls that he's doing now are through telemedicine. And, you know, that means a, a lot of time not driving to the farm, and especially with the way the farming is now, a lot of the farmers are very comfortable doing a lot of the things themselves and often just need that consultation, that guidance to go through certain procedures. Obviously, there are some things that you really need a veterinarian there for, but there's a lot of things that you don't. And it's about being able to jump on a video call quickly, show what's going on with that animal so that veterinarian can help make that. Decision along with that farmer for the health and welfare of that animal.
1: As for the future, Colin Yates believes sensors will play a great role.
6: Sensors that the veterinarians can sell as a product onto their farm clients in order for them to get data on the health of those animals seamlessly without having to necessarily be at that farm. I'm not a veterinarian. Dr. Glenn Yates is the veterinarian in the family here. I'm I have a tech entrepreneurship background.
1: To find out more, head to their website, vetson.ca. You're listening to Saskag today. Up next is the Market Update.
0: Here's the Market Update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
1: Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. Looking for the perfect vehicle? They'll find a match that exactly fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving Southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years, grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola is down $7.50 to 660.52 a metric ton. Number one red spring wheat is up $1.30 to 323.57. The rest were unchanged. Durham at 509.23, feed barley 277.58, chickpeas 1036.17. Flax 611.54, lentils 814.50, oats 294.32, yellow peas 387.89, feed wheat 235.46. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for December is down eight and a half cents to seven dollars and twenty-two and a half cents a bushel. You can find these grain prices online at saskagtoday.com. There, you can also check out the latest ag news and interviews, and so much more. Coming up next is the livestock report.
0: The Saskatchewan Today Livestock Reports on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
1: Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842-4574. Now here are the latest livestock quotes.
7: This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of October 10th. Our last regular sale was on September 27th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.30 to $1.44. D3 cows sold from $1.22 to $1.30. Counter cows sold from $1 to $1.22. Heferette sold from two twenty five to two forty and good butcher Bulls sold from a dollar fifty five to a dollar seventy nine. We had our first pre-sorted calf sale of the fall on October second. It's an exciting time to be in the business. Three hundred to £400 four hundred pound steers averaged four dollars and ninety-four cents and sold up to five dollars and twenty-one cents. £400 four hundred to four fifty pound steers averaged four dollars and sixty-eight cents and sold up to four dollars and ninety-two cents. Four fifty to five hundred pound steers averaged four dollars and thirty two cents and sold at to $4.92. 500 to 550-pound steers averaged $4.13 and sold at to $4.47. 550 to 600-pound steers averaged $3.80 and sold up to $4.09. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $3.70 and sold up to $3.87. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $3.61 and sold up to $3.81. Heifers were 50 to 55 cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too.
1: Now here are the latest pork prices.
8: This is Bill Elfer with the Ham's Market Comment here for Tuesday, October 10th. Hams sold 4,000 hogs Friday selling a range of 204 to $217 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 12,200 head, selling a range of 203 to $220 per CKG. Hams cash hog price today is mixed, and four contract prices open higher this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was up 26 basis points, with the daily exchange rate 1.3683. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 73.71 cents U.S., Mixed messages from the regional cash markets this morning with the negotiators in Cornwall up a notable $4.01 compared to for Thursday. National down $0.19 cents and the cutout improved $1.84 U.S. hundredweight compared to Friday. While some banks and government workers got a holiday on Monday, the CME group was trading for normal. The session backed off from the support of momentum seen late last week, but still closed mostly higher during the day. This morning, lean hog futures are trending higher, but thoughts that this could represent a trend reversal should be kept in check. All contracts are now lower through mid-trade. While the recent support has breached previous resistance levels, the market appears to merely be carving out a new range and has not yet approached the new nearby high that was put into place on September 20th. While markets have fallen notably since September 5th, there is still some value to be found in the forward contracts today, specifically in January and February where monthly forward contracts are outperforming most cash settlement histories on record.
1: Coming up next, the Resource Report.
0: It's the Saskag Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the resource report
1: brought to you by Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank 306-721-6667. The Canadian Federation of Independent Grocers is calling on the Crown Corporation that manages dairy supply and pricing to hit pause on any further increases to milk prices amid political pressure to keep food prices down. The Canadian Dairy Commission reviews the price dairy farmers are paid for their milk every fall and announces whether that price will increase or decrease the following February. The Federation's senior vice president, Gary Sands, wrote in a letter to the commission Friday that the grocery industry is in an exceptional situation this year. The food industry is currently under pressure to keep prices stable, with Industry Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne calling on the major grocers to come up with plans to stabilize prices. Last Thursday, Champagne announced the major grocers have promised to offer discounts, price freezes, and price matching. Sands argues that any increase in milk prices at the beginning of the supply chain would go against the government's objective to stabilize food prices. Unifor workers have kicked off a strike at General Motors Canada after failing to reach a new contract with the automaker. National President Lana Payne says GM has refused to meet the pattern agreement the union negotiated with Ford. She says members will, quote, Never let GM break our pattern, not today, not ever, end quote. The strike covers more than 4,200 workers in Oshawa, St. Catharines and Woodstock, Ontario. Members at the CAMI assembly plant are covered by a separate collective agreement. On the markets, the TSX is up 260 points at 19,506. The Dow is up 170 points to 33,775. Oil is down 25 cents at $86.13 per barrel and the Canadian dollar is at 73.60 cents U.S. And that's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the On Demand SaskAg Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit gowancanada.com to learn more. And that's Tuesday's edition of SaskAg Today. I'm Ryan Young, Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive pre-emergent herbicide.